Hi there. Thanks for tuning in to the GeForce Podcast, a show for car enthusiasts by car enthusiasts. Wow. What a race. We ended last episode of the GeForce Podcast saying F1 and racing are wild animals, so anything is possible when discussing our predictions for results from the race yesterday. And boy, was that the truest statement we could have said. Make sure to listen to that episode too, giving an introduction and some summary of the Azerbaijan Grand Prix. Today though, we need to discuss this weekend in Formula One. There was no quiet event, from practice to qualifying to the epic race. Basically, where Monaco lacked in some of the action, the Azerbaijan Grand Prix more than made up for it. We'll go over the practice and quality events first, and then we'll discuss the race itself. Friday's first practice session at the tight Baku City circuit showed just how tight the tolerances were for nailing each corner. Multiple drivers either locked up their brakes going into a turn, skidded off the track, or even hit the wall in the first session alone. Valtteri Bottas and Lando Norris actually went off at the same corner at the same time, both having locked their brakes and going off into the runoff area at turn 3. Earlier during the practice, Norris actually had a complete spin at turn 16, but he kept his car off the wall. Later on, Nikita Mazepin spun off at turn 16 too, but he ended up bumping into the wall with his rear, causing some minor damage and keeping up the moniker Maza spin. FP2 provided even more action, with Charles Leclerc locking his brakes up early in this session at turn 15. This resulted in him going headfirst into the tire wall, causing front arrow damage. This session later got red flagged though, as Nicholas Latifi's Williams lost power midway through a lap. Back to turn 15 though. In Saturday's FP3, Max Verstappen also locked up and hit the wall, almost exactly like Charles Leclerc the day before. And this brought out the red flags. Later on in FP3, George Russell's Williams also lost power mid-lap, ending his practice session. So it's kind of odd to see how FP2 and FP3 mimicked each other so spot on. And then Quali added to all of the action as well. Pretty early on in Q1, the red flags were out as Lance Stroll hit the wall at turn 15 with his front wing, forcing him down to the bottom of the grid. Shortly after the quality resumed once the track was clear, red flags were out again. For another car in the wall at turn 15. This time Alfa Romeo's Antonio Giovinazzi. Then in Q2, the red flags came out again. Daniel Ricciardo locked up and crashed into the wall at turn 3. Brake lockups are quickly becoming the common theme in this episode of the podcast. It happened quite often during this whole weekend. Again, this is attributed to how tight Baku City Circuit is, 
as well as the tolerances for brakes. It's pretty tough with these aggressive brakes to make sure you don't lock up, but adding it to a really tight track just adds even more stress and tightens the tolerances for what you can drive with. Anyway, with Danny ending up in the wall, it ended his qualifying unfortunately in Q2. We finally got to Q3 though. Just like at Monaco, Charles Leclerc set the fastest lap midway through the round. Max Verstappen quickly followed that up with the second fastest time of the session, only to be bumped by Lewis Hamilton down to third. A bit later into the session, Yuki Tsunoda and Carlos Sainz both ended up messing up on turn three and going into the wall, which brought out the red flags again and ended the session. What happened was Yuki Tsunoda went first and his brakes messed up a little bit, forcing him wide on the turn and into the wall. Apparently that distracted Carlos Sainz who was following him and he locked up and went straight off into the runoff area but clipped his front wing. Anyway, Leclerc ended up getting pulled two weeks in a row on a shortened Q3. Total, four red flags during this weekend's qualies. That's pretty crazy stuff. So with all the craziness from practice and then from quali, how would the race go? The short answer? Exhilarating. The first two rows starting off the race were Leclerc and Hamilton, followed by Verstappen and Pierre Gasly. And because Stroll and Giovinazzi both crashed out during Q1, both Haas drivers started in front of other drivers for the first time this season. Also, unlike Monaco, Leclerc was actually able to start the race properly, which was really great to see. No issues during the parade lap. On the first lap of this 51 lap race, Sergio Perez was able to jump up from 6th to 4th pretty quickly, while on the other hand Lando Norris ended up dropping from 9th to 13th. Toward the end of the lap, Russell's car was black flagged so he had to pit to get it fixed. Then in lap 2, Hamilton striked and took first from Leclerc pretty easily on the main straight. A little bit later on, during lap 3, Esteban Ocon pulled into the pit due to an issue with his Alpine. Unfortunately, the team couldn't fix his car, so he ended up being the first driver to retire from the race. And yes, he wasn't the only one to retire during this crazy race. The grid was shuffling around on the opening few laps but the front lineup was pretty stable for the first few laps after Hamilton passed Leclerc. On lap 7 though, Verstappen was also able to pass Leclerc, moving up to second behind Hamilton. And one lap later, his Red Bull teammate Perez passed Leclerc to get a podium position. Needless to say, Leclerc's Ferrari seemed noticeably slower than the Mercedes and Red Bull cars in front of him. He was also one of the first drivers to pit for new tires, going in on lap 10 and dropping down to 10th. One lap later, Hamilton and Pierre Gasly also took a pit, which put the Red Bulls clear in the lead. <laughs> 
Hamilton dropped to fourth after this pit, so he was still in striking distance. But Red Bull's pitch strategy helped them keep the edge on Mercedes. Verstappen pitted on lap 12, but still stayed ahead of Hamilton. And Perez pitted the lap after, but was also able to stay ahead of Hamilton. At this point, Sebastian Vettel led the pack, followed by Verstappen and Perez, then Hamilton. Only for Vettel to pit on lap 19, bumping up the other three to podium positions. But Red Bull nailed their pitch strategy and really took advantage over a not-so-greatly-timed Mercedes strategy. So all the action from quality and practice, would we see anything like that in the race? Well, we did get a yellow flag on lap 24. Nikita Mazespin ended up locking up and going into the runoff area, but was able to get back on track with no issue. Then, on lap 31, we got a big incident. Lance Stroll, then in fourth place after having held off pitting for a long time, lost control of his Aston Martin on the super fast corner 20, which makes up part of that main back straight. He crashed at a pretty high speed into the wall just in front of the pits, which shut down the pit lane and brought out the safety car. Now fortunately, he walked away from the crash, but a disappointing end to an otherwise solid race. Up until that point, he had recovered 15 spots to get to fourth, compared to where he started at the back of the grid. On lap 36, the racing resumed, and so did the action. Vettel overtook Leclerc on the first corner, and then Gasly on the straight later on to jump up from sixth to fourth. At this point, the grid seemed pretty much set. Verstappen, Perez, and Hamilton had some significant gaps between them, and Vettel was multiple seconds off the rest of them. The only thing that could shake this up was a caution with the safety car. But another incident at an already exciting weekend? Was that even possible? Well, F1 is a wild animal. On the back straight of lap 46, with just six laps to go. Verstappen was storming with the lead, and all of a sudden, he spins out and hits the wall. It seemed quite similar to Stroll's crash, both in a similar spot at very high speeds. Verstappen's crash seems to have been caused by a tire failure, which upset the balance of the car and put him into the wall. The issue here is, his tires were still relatively new, and showed no signs of imminent failure before the one in the rear went out. This crash actually brought out red flags on lap 48, so the pack would start from the pits before embarking on lap 49, 50, and then finally 51. Not only did Max's crash rule him out of the race, but it also helped bunch up the pack again for the final few laps. The result? The final few laps were anyone's for the taking. Perez was sitting in first after the incident, followed by Hamilton, Vettel, Gasly, and Leclerc. As was themed for this weekend, the final three laps were crazy. From the starting grid, Hamilton got a better launch than Perez, 
and took first. But then disaster. He locked his brakes up entering the first corner and went off into the runoff area, dropping him down to 15th. Apparently, Hamilton hit a wrong button on his steering wheel, messing up the brake bias and putting too much pressure on his front brakes, which ended up locking. What seemed like a surefire victory for Red Bull turned into a disaster with Verstappen's crash. And then what seemed like a surefire win for Mercedes turned into a disaster with Hamilton's brakes locking up, dropping him out of the points. While this was going on, Leclerc and Gasly were battling for the third and final podium spot. Gasly had a great drive the whole day and kept up the skill here with some back and forth passing between the Ferrari. And he walked away with AlphaTauri's first podium of the season. Not only that, but Sebastian Vettel took second, which was Aston Martin's first podium for this season too. And then of course was Checo. Perez got his first win for Red Bull and was the only driver out of the top two teams to get points that weekend. Wow, what a crazy weekend. Baku was wild and probably the best weekend for so far for Formula One. The racing was great, the action was great, and the current standings are real great. We're looking forward to the action resuming in two weeks at Paul Ricard for the French Grand Prix.